Good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you for listening to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I'm your favorite host, LaShondra Grays, founder of the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation and the Apartment Lady. Hi, thank you guys, thank you guys, thank you. I do have some affordable housing news, so we'll get right into it. Minnesota latest state on affordable housing bandwagon. This is coming from Fox News. Minnesota political leaders vowed to bring it home on affordable housing measures following pressure from the Biden administration. Okay. Weeks after the Biden administration announced new efforts to curb homelessness, Minnesota's top political leaders promised Wednesday They promised Wednesday uh, to bring it home on legislation that would expand affordable housing. Not only is this morally the right thing to do, our economic future depends on us getting this right. Democratic Governor Tim Walsh said at a roaring crowd at the state capitol where hundreds were gathered to support a bill that would expand rental assistance to people with low income. It is one of many affordable housing proposals that lawmakers will consider passing in the coming months. Senator Majority Leader Kari Dizdak of Minneapolis told the Associate Press in an interview after speaking at the rally. House Speaker Melissa Hortman of Brooklyn Park told the crowd that Democrats are making an affordable housing a top priority in the House. With the support from the House, Senator and Governor's Office, all of which Democrats won in November for the first time in eight years, affordable housing bills in Minnesota may face fewer roadblocks to passage than before. The state has one of the worst racial and ethnic and ethnic home ownership gaps in the country, according to the Federal Reserve Bank of Minneapolis in 2021. And in the Minnesota, Minneapolis, St. Paul metro area, black families own homes at less than one third of the rate of white families, according to the Urban Institute in 2021. This was the largest gap in the nation. President Joe Biden administrator announced a push to reduce homelessness in December. As a federal survey found about 582,000 people were without housing last year. The initiative seeks to drive the countdown by 25% by 2025 through efforts to house people who are homeless and prevent others from losing their homes in the first place. In January, governors in Washington, California, New York, and Oregon also unveiled multi-billion dollar plans to mitigate the affordable housing crisis in their state. Hey, man, this is what I'm talking about, you guys. This is coming from Fox News. The heading of this story is Minnesota's latest state on affordable housing bandwagon. So I got another one, too. I mean, yeah, let's go. Let's see. 
this one, uh, this is coming from the New York Post. And we're going to see what they're talking about. All right. So, Hochku. Hoch. Hoch. You. Okay. I don't want to say her name right, but I mean wrong, but it is what it is. Hochu plans to force buildings of affordable housing on Long Island. Okay. Let's see what she's talking about. Compact. A groundbreaking strategy to catalyze housing development we need for our communities to thrive, for our economy to grow, and our state to prosper. The Compact pulls together a broad menu of policy changes that will collectively achieve the ambitious goal of 800,000 new homes built over the next decade. Okay, you guys. Okay, okay. So, basically, uh, Governor Kathy Hochul wants to spur the construction of 800,000 units of affordable housing in and around New York City, and especially on Long Island, by letting state officials overrule the development decisions of local governments. In her state-to-state speech Tuesday, Hochu also said she favored mandating that neighborhoods within half a mile of MTA subway and railroad stations be rezoned if they don't already allow multifamily housing and two to four-story buildings. Hochu also set a three-year goal by increasing the housing stock and downstate communities by 3% each over three years compared to 1% during the same time in the rest of the state. The plan directly targets Long Island, which Hochul said she has the lowest rate of new housing in New York at just, she says she has the lowest rate of new housing in New York at just point. 56% 56% from 2018 to 2022. During an earlier briefing by Hojo administration's um, officials, administrative administration officials, the town of Huntingburg was singled out uh, for permitting construction of just 934 homes and apartments over the past decade, even though it covers an area as large as Brooklyn. If a developer's proposal is rejected by local officials, a new state housing approval board would have the power to overrule them and allow the construction, official says. During her speech, Hochul claimed her plan was not a one-size-fits-all approach. Local governments can meet these targets any way they want to, she says. They can shape building capacities, they can redevelop old malls or buildings, office parks, and and sensitize um, new housing production, or just update the zoning rules to reduce the barriers. But she warned that when communities have not made good faith efforts to grow, when proposals 
on when proposed housing projects are languishing for no legitimate reason, the state will implement a fast track approval process. Because doing nothing, and she said again, nothing is an abdication of what responsibility to act in is in crime in times of crisis she said with the scattered applause okay you guys so she planned on doing uh building 800,000 affordable housing units uh, in or around new york city and, and she's uh focusing on long island so i hope i didn't say her name wrong or whatever but Yes, guys, these are two good stories that's talking about affordable housing. So I have to go and do that. Um, I didn't know that thing in December, but you know what? I'll check that out for sure. Maybe I'll try to bring that to you as the news stories for um, affordable housing. Okay, they're, they're starting to get it. They're starting to get it. They're starting to get it. We cannot let the workforce housing, you know, become homeless because they are the employees. Like, seriously? They're starting to get it. So thank you for listening to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I'm your favorite host, LaShondra Grays, and meet me back tomorrow for some more affordable housing news. Thank you.